Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to the fourth episode of Sesson Talk, I am Janelle here with Amanda. Hello. Girl. Dímelo. Three episodes in. How do you feel? What's new? What's different? Uh, it's funny because somebody asked me this yesterday and I said my hair. He's like, what about your hair? I was like, it's burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> the newest thing about you is your hair. Yeah, oh shit. Yeah. You... Girl, my hair's been like this for like two months. No, now. but it looks so much brighter right now. Maybe it's the lighting. I think it's the light. Yeah, maybe it's the lighting. Sometimes when it, the sun hits it, it looks more red than burgundy. Okay, but it's because when you first did it, it looks really dark. Yeah, it's not. And uh, I think now that it's had some time to sit. Oh, I can't wait because I'm going back to curly Sue in two weeks. I'm oh, over yeah? this hair. Yeah, I'm. Super I'm gonna like that. Hair. You know why? It's because you haven't had it like that in a while. Well, that and I did. I tried something new, and I just don't like it. So, I'm gonna go back to curly. And my hair actually naturally is curly, which is fucking odd as fuck. But that's how you really can tell the Garcia comes out because my hair is super curly. Um. So what else is going on? What else is new with um, you? Before we jump into this interesting, spicy, hot topic that we may actually have to do two parts to because we may not have enough time. We may. To talk so about everything. Yeah, we'll have to stay tuned to that. Exactly. But yeah, what else is new? What's going on? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot, but I don't want to talk about what it is. I'm not. Why? Stupid fucking COVID. <laughs> so, COVID like, we were COVID. just having a conversation right now about, you know, what we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, New York City's going to be locked down again. Really soon. Well, Chicago is right now. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I don't watch the news because I just... It, it can be too much. So, yes. like, what I ended up... So, like, well, at the beginning of COVID, like, I always just said, like, listen, I'll take an hour of the day. And just read through on my CNN app just so that I'm informed because I'll literally walk around like nothing's wrong. So, no, I have like the Citizen app. So that one like tells me like how much percent more it increased or. Right. Like I get those alerts. Yeah. So that's like, that's my notification. That's the, um, but we're not talking about COVID. No. COVID is. COVID is going to be COVID. (laughs) It is what it is. This interesting. I feel like this is going to be my favorite episode. (laughs) I do. I feel it in my bones. We're going to discuss on our first episode of Sasson Talk um, traditional and non-traditional gender roles. Mm -hmm. And we kind of, you know, pre-production a few days ago, um, spoke about it. We, you know, wanted, we even polled friends and close close friends um, in different group chats. Like, you know, two specific questions that I kind of wanted to ask because I feel like it's a very good indication of kind of like, mentally where people are yes so the two questions that i had asked i asked our group chat of course um who's more jealous men mm-hmm. or women and then um shout out to the Jabba Tears south group um i asked those individuals in that chat i said who's more um jealous and i feel like all the guys for the most part said women mm-hmm then I said, you know what? Better. Let me well, let me up the ante a little. Who's more insecure? Right. Men or women? And oddly enough, most of them said men, men. were more insecure. So we're gonna talk, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dive into that a little bit. But before And then uh, I think in uh, cause I obviously 
for the for now, obviously, I do the Sasson page more often. Uh huh. Um, and if you didn't know, you know, you know, we have Instagram. Please follow us on Instagram at Sasson. And always Talk. message us with anything Please you have. Please DM us, not to holler, but to give us topics, suggestions, questions you may want us to actually answer during an episode uh we may do you know maybe like the seventh or ninth episode do like a a a audience get back where all you got all the questions you guys ask will answer um for that particular episode which is pretty cool right all right um yeah on so on my personal instagram page i had uh 39 said men and 61 percent said women for what um on who's jealous the most men or women okay and then in our page, it was actually tied. Oh. Yeah. Which is really interesting because, so, I'm going to ask a question then. Before we do jump into, like, understanding, you know, traditional, what our idea of traditional, non-traditional gender roles are. Um, who's more jealous, men or women? I feel, um, I feel, I, if you go back to our group chat, mm-hmm. I feel the way Brit. Um. Uh. How you say it? Disgust. Okay. She broke that, it down. That's um, what she do. That men are more jealous and women are more insecure. Okay. Explain for those since they don't know uh, our chat. Well, you know, I, I would like to say exactly. I I was saying that with my therapist earlier. I like to read word for word what the person actually said. She so, wants uh, quote end quote. Yes. So that nobody mistaken so what the fuck she no, said. No, that's not what you said. No, that is what I said. I say what, what I mean. Reading. I mean what I say. So she said, generally, men, it's almost immediate and can be about anything. They are also quick, quicker to act. But women do, too, when it's something they deeply care about, although it tends to build. Um, hold on. I'm trying to... I think that's the one we started talking about it. Hold on. Was it her or was it Matt? But I think Matt also agreed that, yes, that women are insecure more. And then, yeah, he said, um, he said women are more insecure and men are jealous. So I agree. Yeah. I actually just experienced it a few days ago. Oh. Not with, not with Mikey. Mikey isn't <laughs> confident <laughs> as fuck. He'll, he'll definitely <laughs> tell you, tell the world. No, my ex from Chicago, um, I was checking up on him because, well, him and uh, my other homegirl, they live in Chicago because Chicago got shut down because of COVID yeah. stuff and stuff like that. He work at, he works at the hospital. Oh. So, you know, my anxiety and, you know, you know, you still, oh, no matter what happens, if you deal with somebody and there's, you know, a, a amount of love there, you're going to care and you're going to, you know, worry about them from time to mm-hmm. time. So, and plus two, when COVID really was like heavy here in New York, he sent me stuff like okay. mask and, and gloves and wipes and stuff like that from the hospital. So That's I'm nice. always appreciative and, um, you know, concerned about him and his well-being. So I had messaged him and I said... You know, like, hey, just checking up on you, like, making sure you're good. Like, like, I know you're working at the hospital. I know things are getting crazy. You know, just let me know you're okay. And he messaged me. You know, we spoke a little bit. And then out of nowhere, because I said to him, I said, oh, I spoke to, um, he's kind of like ex husband, but as a, I spoke to Takia and her brother, mm-hmm. his whole mood shifted. <laughs> whole mood. I said, yeah. I said, I checked up on them, too. I said, before I spoke to you, I spoke to Takiya and her brother. And whole mood change. And I was just like, I'm, I I was beyond confused because I was just like, he. I guess he was more confused. Like, 
her and her brother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, like, they check up on me. Like, literally, like, we'll do well. You know, because with COVID and stuff like that, you you know, I especially have friends from that live all across the country, you know, from California to North Carolina, South Carolina, um, Georgia, Chicago, um, Texas. My best friend, my other best friend lives in Texas. So we always do wellness checks. So because, and he has a hard time understanding because our relationship isn't, a relationship anymore does not mean that my relationship with her diminishes because me and you mm-hmm. aren't together. So he first he has a hard time understanding that concept. But it took it another level with his with her brother. Mm-hmm. He was just like, oh, like what do you mean? And I'm like, they check up on me. Mm-hmm. I check up on them. Like it is what it is. That's what you do when people that care about. And his home will change. And then I went back to sleep because it was early in the morning. And I don't go to work till later. And I, when I woke back up, he texted me. He was like, sorry that I was jealous. <laughs> and I was like, what are you jealous about? Like, right. That's First of all, that's the wrong nigga to even be jealous about. Like, period. Like, So I say that in saying that I feel like guys are more jealous, but they don't show it. Mm-hmm. They don't like to admit it. They don't, they don't talk about it. They don't show it. Mm-hmm. Women show their emotions if they're jealous they'll let you know right then and there like i i, I ain't with that who this mm-hmm. let me look through your phone i'm not i don't do that because right. i'm a firm believer if if you're not paying my bill then you have no right to touch my phone so mm-hmm. i'm on that wave but in terms of insecure if i had to choose who's more jealous i probably would definitely say more women are but insecurities I would say men are more non-physically insecure. Okay. I feel like us as women are more insecure about physical features, whether it's how we look. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the BBW episode, how we look, how we sound, how how we dress. Like our our insecurities are nine times most of I would say nine times out of ten personally would be materialistic things, like things on the outside. Right. Men are more insecure internally Mm -hmm. and that i feel like is way worse than me being insecure about how i look and how i wait because that mentality will bring you down that that is a heavier load than me feeling insecure about oh these these jeans don't fit right i can't wear them instead of a, a whole man being like yo i like she fucking with somebody else mm-hmm. even when you're not she fucking with somebody else right but then when it's done to you or you're doing it it's it's okay mm-hmm. so i feel like men give more excuses about their insecurities and not admitting that and i think that just comes from that whole traditional role of being a man and you having to be the strong one the one that doesn't show their feelings and things like that yeah where for me i feel like off rip um because of how i was raised i'm the non-traditional female mm-hmm. where i like to be in control right. i like to like i've been in situations where i probably wore the pants in the situation and it was not a it, it wasn't in like a it wasn't in a the intent wasn't to be disrespectful to the person mm-hmm. but it was just like i i know who i am I know what I bring to the table. I know what I can give. I know what I I know what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, it always comes off 
as I'm intimidating. So okay. <laughs> it's just been my daily yeah, life struggle. I've been, I've been told that I'm intimidating. <laughs> and I've been told that I'm more of a guy than a girl. Absolutely. As you, as you of all people would know, all the boys <laughs> be like, yo, Lawrence would be quick. Shout yeah. out to Lawrence for two and a half bros. Lawrence always be like, yo, I want to, he always be like, I want to be like you when I grow up. I'm like, what? Like, why? <laughs> and he's just like, yo, you always got dudes around you and, you know, people always want to get, I'm like, that shit ain't, listen, that ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be always quick to say like, oh, you know, you, you're a real nigga. Uh, I, but it's not about being a real nigga. It's just that I have a level of what I'm willing to tolerate versus what I'm not willing to tolerate. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to tolerate anybody bringing me bullshit because I don't bring you bullshit. Right. And I think that's the hard part. And I feel like even growing up for me, my mom was probably the head of the household. Mm-hmm. And I say that not in a diss, you know, to my dad or whatever, because, and it's not to say he didn't have a job, like he didn't bring income in, in the household. I mean, he barely did much. But for my mom... She was a pharmacist. She worked 10 hours a day. She was still a mom. If I needed anything that I needed for school or anything, she had, she made sure I had it. Me and my brother had. So, like, that type of role model was how I shaped, like, she shaped me in that mold where you never ask no man for nothing. Yes. You never, you, you never ask anybody for nothing. If, you know, if you're going to get it, you, you get it on your own, have your mm-hmm. own. So that's why I have a hard time sharing because <laughs> my mom always told me how I, I will be. So like if we were at the club or something and not to say I would share a bottle, but let's say if I didn't want to share, I would rather buy you your own bottle than you share mine. Right. Because my mom told me always have your own. <laughs> <laughs> shit as well like it shit is crazy to me i mean it makes sense right uh um brit is always saying oh janelle don't share i don't and i'm just like i don't i don't know if i've ever had but a she says but she says that because her and our other best friend joy like joy love her to pieces <laughs> these bitches like we'll go to eat and you know they'll want to share a meal the fuck am i sharing a meal for like i came here to eat for me like i'm with you guys we're sharing time uh-huh. but i'm here I want to buy what I want to buy. So Brittany's favorite story is when we went to Houston for her birthday. I think I might have shared some Chinese food with her. Mm-hmm. Might have. But I was drunk. So it was just like, <laughs> you, you got this one off, girl. But what are your thoughts in regards to jealousy? Like, how have you handled jealousy um, So um, in your life? We mentioned about insecurities. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll get back I to feel, that. Um, I feel maybe for me, if I am insecure about something and I see... Okay, so I'm going to give a, an example. I'm not going to say who the person is. Mm-hmm. But um, when I was in uh, dealing with somebody, okay, there was this female that is a wrestler. And do not say no names. I don't even um, know who you're talking about. I'll tell about. you off camera. Okay. Uh, so. now, now this got spicy because I'm sitting here like, oh, female. I would tell you off camera. Um, so I got a little insecure in the beginning because I was like, mm, maybe that's more his type because she is a wrestler and she's this and she's that. And then um, seeing the person – Seeing the person, both of them actually like kind of like laughing and like joking around made me jealous. And I was just like, so I normally shut down. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, he was just like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. I'm fine. But, you know, that nothing I'm fine is just danger no- Listen, anyone <laughs> listening, the nothing I'm fine, you're not, she's not or fine. Or don't worry about it. Or I'm, listen, I'm notorious for saying I'm good. Mm-hmm. If any of those following statements happen, it is a negative. It's something, red alert. Something right. is wrong. Something ain't right. Because I'm good. Me saying I'm good, and depending on how my tone is, I'm probably not good. I mean, yeah. I will be good. I can tell. Like, with the few situations that we've been dealing with this past few months. Months? You were like, I'm good. And I'm like, she's just not. She's really At good. all. Like, at all. But, you know, I've just, I'm never one to <laughs> burden anyone with mm-hmm. my feelings and my emotions. I mean, the situation I'm in now, I have no choice but to kind of lean on him, which I'm thankful for because I don't really do that. So, right. you know, I think it's important when you deal with somebody that they help you step out of your comfort yes. zone. I think that's one of the things I've learned over the last few months. Is like, Yeah, that's it's something okay. I, because um, eventually I did speak to him about, what was bothering me but what and was he, it about that moment that that because as a female we're all we can attest to we'll freeze an image mm-hmm. and then create our own narrative yes we're notorious at doing that notorious like, i don't know what it was i mean the first time i met the girl i was just like okay she's kind of pretty and then and so are you don't do that uh so are you I mean, I feel pretty sometimes. <laughs> so, Girl, um, listen. Let me tell you, I had to wake up extra early today because I was like, I need to do this hair. I've not done my hair in a few weeks. Oh, well, listen. <laughs> like, should be I real. look pretty. Listen, I definitely came here bummy as fuck because I just was like, mm, I'm, this is my day off. I was thinking about wearing a sweater because I was like, I know Janelle's going to wear a sweater because she usually does wear a sweater and it's going to be highly cold today and it is. But I was like, I see. Yeah, nah, I threw on, nah, I threw on this hoodie. I threw my red bow, and I said, fuck it. I didn't even curl my <laughs> hair, because I just, I'm over it. I'm over actually over my hair, but that's neither here nor there. But we but, do. Yeah. As females, we we create our own narrative. Yeah. We create we create scenes in our own head. Yes. And uh, anyone that tells you different, they're lying. It's just, it yeah, is if it they is. tell you that they, that they do not overthink, it's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> but you know what I will say? I will overthink everything else but a nigga. Oh really? I will over I will overthink all like outside of like I will overthink shit for the podcast. I'll mm-hmm. overthink shit with myself. But I never really overthink like I try I don't overthink when it comes to um, guys. I overthink everything. I mean I've been like, really I think, good lately. Which is good. That's a because, positive. Uh, that's something that we can actually talk about. Talking about because I've been learning self love and all this stuff. Oh and shout outs to uh shoot. Was it called Black Thoughts? Oh yes, Shout Bruce out to them. and his and his lovely girlfriend. They f- make sure to follow them on Instagram. They shouted us out the other day, so yeah, thank I you responded to so uh, much for they showing sent us a us question love. that I thought that was amazing. Oh, to talk about uh, self love, like what is self love to you? So oh. I think that's really good. So what is self love to you? Well, to me, uh, was it exactly? Hold on. Oh shit! Told you receipts. <laughs> I gotta have them. <laughs> You gotta have Listen, if you're gonna be out here jealous and insecure, you better make sure you got your receipts. So, what does self love mean to you? So, I, you know, because it's something that I've been working on. Mm -hmm. So, I put taking care of me, valuing me, and taking time to treat myself. Okay. So, uh, that's what it means to me. And obviously, um, 
I think that's a huge topic. I think if you really generally go into it. It's because there's so many different avenues yes. you go into it, and I think there's so many different levels of self love. And when it goes with self love, you know, self respect goes along with it. Yes. Um, your goals go with it. Um, once again, your likes, your dislikes, your, your deal breakers. Because mm-hmm. Lawrence of the mm-hmm. two and a half bros asked that question. I guess to our podcast. Oh, the what is your deal breaker? It was so funny. I was, I was no, talking it, to Mikey um, about that. That's who loved to go. It was besides cheating. What else would you consider a deal breaker in a relationship? So, Having yes. a baby with someone else. While in the relationship? Yeah. Yep. So that's what I said. That's what when Mikey asked me, I, I said that. I said because the cheating, I, I throw that kind of to the side. It's it's definitely important because cheating. It's not even so much the action so much. It's the breaking of trust, and that was yes. for me. Like with my ex when he cheated when we were in college, it was just like I, I can't trust you with my. If mm-hmm. once I can't trust you with my feelings, I can't fuck with you. Right. And it was just that on top of feeling embarrassed because. You know, all these people around us know your shit, and I'm just still sitting here looking like the good girlfriend and not knowing what the fuck going on. Right. But, you know, I ended up staying with him for a few years after that. But I took it a step further, and honestly, having a child with someone else, when you are sitting here saying, like, oh, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. Mm-hmm. But when you do shit like that, there's just no respect. Right. There's no respect. Yeah, um... Yeah, for me, like, my deal breaker, obviously, um, those that know my story, um, I was once upon a time married, and he cheated while we were married. And um, even though he says that, like, sexually they never did anything, mm-hmm. but, you know, um, like you mentioned about the phone shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, we were married. I was paying his phone, so oh, bitch, one, day, that shit. one day, like, you have that, access. That, that other, uh, what is it? The other sense that us women have. Oh, that third eye. Is it no joke. pulled in, and I would. Is something told me to check his phone. Never, never check his phone without him around. I mean, like usually we'll go on each other's phone just to like, oh, let me see this real quick, or send me this real quick. Like we knew each other's passwords. Mm-hmm. And so that's why that's why I was just like, you know, I know your password, <laughs> but he knows that I you never checked stupid. his phone without even like, oh, let me see your phone real quick. Not that I've ever checked it before. But that night, something told me. And that sure happens. enough, then he it, he was sneaky, though, because I didn't know because he kept referring because he used to work for um, New York City uh, traffic. Mm-hmm. So it said, like, Agent Acevedo. So the whole time he was, and was I don't dude. care. Yeah, because he was telling me, like, hey, my friend is leaving traffic to go to school safety, and he invited me to the graduation. Oh. And I was just like, okay. So in my mind, I assumed it was a dude. So for whatever reason, I went on the text message. I see my name and I see Agent Acevedo under. Don't mm-hmm. know why, but I clicked on it, and then I find out it's a chick because he no. had a picture of her on his phone. He's stupid. And I start reading their text messages, and they're talking sexually. He's calling her my love and all this other shit. And I was just like, mind you, we had made a year married. Um, this was on. March 2nd, and we made a year February 27th. Oh, wow. Sorry, it's February 25th. February 27th. That's my, very my similar to when I found out my ex was cheating on me. Um, again, mm-hmm. because we, I never forget it. We had went to, um, when we finished school, 
I had moved to the Bronx. Okay. Um, and I loved it up there. I lived by Bedford Park. Mm. Loved it up there. So we would go, and he he had a car. So we would go um, to New Rock because we were right there in the Bronx. So it was right there. We would go up to um, New Rochelle and go to the movies sometime, or we'd go and eat mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And he had no pockets. The pants he wore, I guess, they didn't have no pockets. So he said, oh, you know, babe, can you hold my keys and you know my phone? Because we're going to the movies. I said, sure, not a problem. We go see The Book of Eli. I'll never forget it. Mm. The Book of Eli. So we sitting there, eating, drinking, blah, blah, blah. I said, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Once again, not like never looked at his phone, never did none of that shit. So I go to the bathroom. Like, my bag is vibrating off the hook. I'm like, what the fuck? So in my mind, I think somebody's trying to reach him because, it's, you know, his grandmother is is older and that's, like, his mom. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's an emergency. Right. It's a whole bitch he met at the club. Oh, shit. So it, once again, knowing the password, because it was our anniversary, mm-hmm. I'm looking, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like, this nigga met this whole bitch when he went to Katra? Okay. So, I feel like most females would probably, like, spaz out mm-hmm. at that moment. Oh, yeah. I woke his ass up because he was sleeping. See? So, I'm very strategic where I didn't do anything at first. Mm-hmm. I put the phone back. And I think I might have gave it to him. It was like, oh, you got some messages. Your phone was going off while I was in the bathroom. And then finish watching the movie. I'm smoking hot. Like any female that knows, like when you're mad and you're hot, mm. it, like flames are coming. Smoke yeah. is imaginary smoke is coming out your head. Were you like me? You went from zero to hundred real quick. No, I was still at zero. Like oh, no. I, I, See, everything. I, go, I was. That's I why think, I woke his ass up. I think I, I was more one hundred. I think I was more of a volcano. Okay. Because I was dormant until the right moment. Mm-hmm. So we get back in the car. Total silent ride back to my house. Because I'm pissed. Right. He don't know it. I just said, oh, I don't feel good. I'm, you know, I don't know. He did not know what the fuck I was about, like, going through. We get back to the house. Still ain't say nothing. I think we turned on the movie or something. We was laying down, chilling. Um, I think we did smash. I'm not even going to hold you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to hold you. I think we did. And I think after that was when I confronted him about it. Oh, shit. Which is see, I feel like that's a nigga thing to do. <laughs> I don't know who else does that, but I definitely I did that. And <laughs> looking back, I'm like, that probably would be Janelle thing to do, <laughs> which is sad. But I literally like turned over to him and I was just like, So you meeting bitches at Katra though? And he was wild confused. And I think I said I said, Your phone was going off in the movie theater. Ah uh-uh. ah. So we arguing and stuff. And it's not to say, like, you know, when you do dirt, when you do, and the thing was, we both were doing dirt. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, we probably should have just did the episode of cheating because that would have been way better. Well, sometimes this is what I highly, I mean, you have, maybe us women, um, I wish we kind of did have a guy here. I wish Wilkins was still here. Um, Oh, yeah. I feel like sometimes we go through things that causes us to be jealous or insecure. We all, so that's the thing. At the end of the day, everyone has triggers. Yes. Every single male, female, transgender, no matter what, humans in mm-hmm. general have triggers. Yes. And I, I learned as the older I got in any type of relationship, whether it's a friendship or 
a relationship with the with the individual is you gotta learn their triggers. Mm -hmm. You gotta learn what takes them zero to a hundred. Yeah. So that you respect that boundary. And I think once again, triggers and boundaries go hand in hand. Because I'm not gonna sit here and purposely trigger you on something and you come at me crazy, but I didn't know that was your trigger unless mm -hmm. we spoke about that, unless that was communicated. Right. So that to me is a, that that to me is like a non-negotiable at this stage of my life is I need to know what triggers you have because whether it's not even for me, just in general, like it could be one of one of the boys or something say something and now you know that'll trigger you know him and he go off or something and I'm just saying here like what the fuck is wrong with you? But if I knew that in advance, I could shut all that shit down. But triggers are so important to learn, especially yeah. an individual, whether it's a friend or someone you're dealing with on a personal level, because that adds to the level of respect you have for them. And it adds to getting to know them because like, I bet if your ex-husband knew that certain triggers you had, or maybe you hadn't learned them yet, but in growing, if he would have, do you think if he would have known- and paid attention to what triggers you, do you think you still would have been married? Absolutely not. That's hilarious. Because- um, Outside of cheating. Outside of, I'm, that's the thing, like, people think that it's just the cheating that we were dealing with. It was beyond that. It was, I think, the day we got back home from the honeymoon, everything just changed. Really? Yeah. So, Everything actually, changed. question. Mm -hmm. How long do you think the honeymoon phase is? That's another question. <laughs> Me and Our honeymoon phase ended when we came back from our honeymoon. So, it was just, yeah. Really? Yeah. How long, did, like, from when the relationship started to that? How long is that? So, a lot <laughs> of people don't know this. I mean, they knew that I was in church, but they don't know the beyond part. So, part of being Pentecostal Christian, mm -hmm. you're not supposed to have sex with anybody until you get married. So, we stuck by that rule. Girl, you ain't tried before you made No. Did Would you not. do that again? No, absolutely not. Dad, she's... <laughs> if y'all want to see her face, she was like, absolutely not. I would never do that again. Right. Um, was it bad? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah? Oh, shit. Yeah, like... Uh, okay, wait. I hate scales. Scale from one to ten, though. Scale from one to ten? Yeah. How trash was it? Two. Two being the worst? Two being the worst. Whoa. Like, it, it's like, I think I've only expressed this with Y'all niggas Dre. needed a demo, like AOL days. Like, y'all needed it? a 90-day demo. I think I only expressed this with Dre. I'm not sure if I ever told you or Brit. But it was, like, to the point where, I mean, we only did one round. And it wasn't just, like, like, 30 minutes or anything. It was, like, maybe two minutes, three minutes. You and had then, a one-minute man, like, Miss yeah. Elliot? And oh, it was just like, no. it was a whole fast situation. And then my needs were not important. So basically, I had to like finish myself off because I was sorry, obviously, you know, He's rude. I still have these feelings. I'm like, not, I'm still a horny. I'm and then you're just not like, with him no more. Yeah. That's just rude. That's why I'm just like, I don't. That's, that's why I'm like, not, when you're telling me that, I'm just I like, really I really hate when niggas would sit here and be like, you gave me blue balls. But then. On the flip side, granted, we ain't got balls, but you done, you done fucked me. We still got knees. Right. Like, you done fucked me up. So now I'm like saying, hell, like, so what the fuck? Like, so we like, not. You started, you started me up. Right. I mean, but that was the thing, too. Like, in the year that we were married, um, and totally off topic. And <laughs> no, this is great. 
Um, I can already tell people when they listen to this, they're going to be like, yo, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what um, do y'all mean? Yeah, so in the I told year you I was going to get married, spicy. Um, he probably started things maybe three or four times. Every other time, I made the initial to have sex. That's boring. Very boring. Uh, you and know I would crazy? complain about it to him. Yeah. Like, you know, should. fucking. Voice, and that's the thing, because I've said this before in Cats and Dogs about um, I would be wearing lingerie. And he'll be like, Girl, you he got was tired. suited and booted. And he was like, not with the shit. Yeah, he was like, I'm super tired. And mind you, I'll be in. You take your, your tired ass on. Like, the fuck? So, um, yeah. So if. He's uh, wild. No. So do you. So question. Would you say your husband, your ex-husband. Yes. Would you say he would be more jealous or more insecure? From knowing. If I was with him? Yeah. I feel maybe both okay why in the sense of um actually was just talking about this recently he was actually a musician well he still is a musician Mm -hmm. and um he uh, no wasn't so he plays bass um regular and an upright because now he plays for nypd salsa oh that's nice so I mean, I guess, but okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, so he would kind of like make it seem like, yeah, like that girl <clears throat> over there liked me and that girl over there liked me. So, you know, I'm, and I've mentioned this last um, episode mm-hmm. on episode two, I think it was, where he was kind of making it seem like he was a shit. And I had to be lucky to have him. I don't know where guys get the audacity to sit there. I've never had anyone. And once again, um, we had recorded um, Mikey's podcast yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, Thoughts of a regular man. Please make sure to follow that. Mm -hmm. Um, Where Katie spoke about her ex after seven years, texting on some like, I was the best thing you had. The fuck? (laughs) The audacity. Like, no one can ever hit my line up and be like, yo, I was the best. What? Even if you, and that's the thing, even if you felt that way, because trust me, there's mad niggas that I probably was like, you will get no better. But I would never say that. Like, I would would never voice that type Mm -hmm. of thing. Like, whether we fucked around for a little bit or a long time, whatever. I would never say that because mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's my position to even go there for that. Like I would, I would never like, that's crazy to me. Like somebody ever said that, like we got to square up. Like we got to fight. That shit is wild to me. Yeah. That, that's what he would do. He would, um, and he, I remember there was this one girl and, uh, he was, uh, sorry. She was his ex-best friend's niece mm-hmm. sort of because uh he married to the family so that became his niece whatever so he was like yeah like she um was like obsessed with me like she really wanted to get with me like she was talking to um my best friend and his wife about mm-hmm. like you know trying to hook us up type of thing and i was just like okay like that made me feel super insecure and there was one time, now that I just remember that, there was one time we were engaged uh-huh. and we went to a buffet because we had just presented our, well, he's not our godson anymore, but we had presented him in church and I caught him looking at her butt. 
I mean, but looking at an ass, you can't fall, like that. But the thing is, like, you know how, like, things. you know how some guys they quickly look and whatever. Like he was gone on staring for like a good sec, a good few minutes. Okay, so he was just inappropriately looking. Yeah, I guess one thing, like, listen, guys are guys. Like, I'm right. not gonna sit here and think that you know a guy isn't gonna look at somebody's ass when you walk down the block with me. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes couples might be on something like, oh, babe, like, look at that. Or look, I'm not that. Cause yeah, no, not me. That's not happening. <laughs> like, you looking at me. I, I just wanna know when you looking at me. I really mm-hmm. don't care if you looking at somebody. That's the thing, too. I feel like, because there were times I've gotten insecure because I got, I got jealous because of that because he never looked at me like that. Right, but so that, that was more. Me. But that was more of a him thing. That really had nothing to do with you. Like, right. I feel but like I, when we when when you have an inse- when you have an insecurity, that's more of a you thing than mm-hmm. where you're projecting it to be. Because there's been times where you know we spoke about this the first two episodes. You know, discovery and also BBW, where like you know certain times, you know, being naked or or looking a certain way or feeling a certain way about your body. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may not, you may essentially block your blessing because of your own insecurity and your, and you being your own worst, you know, worst enemy. It's, it's so funny. Yeah. The other day, my mom texts me because it's weird. Like, when growing up, me and my mom, like, we, I mean, we still butt heads. Like, that's just going to be what it is. But like, I feel like being open and honest with her about certain things in my life so she feels involved mm-hmm. is okay now. So the other day, she was like, she just straight up was like, you know, we self sabotage, and I was just like, <laughs> bitch, yes, we do. Like, that's wild that she said that to me. She was just like, just make sure you don't self sabotage yourself, because we notorious of doing that. Like, mm-hmm. and when she said that, I just was so like, yo, that's like probably one of the biggest things about me, and is it goes a level beyond insecurities. Is me being me self sabotaging myself and not thinking that I deserve something or thinking that you know i'm not good enough type of thing and that really just comes from childhood shit but of course and that's why like uh i'm not sure if i said it i just said it in this episode about Mm self-love yes okay um with a few things that i've been going through a past few months um i've started to value myself more absolutely (laughs) as you should and um work on me more which was I was supposed to do. You uh, listen. Everybody jokes and looks back at. I think it's Cat Williams that said that joke. Like you are your star player. Mm-hmm. Nah, you are your star player. Like that shit is the realest thing. One of the realest things I ever heard. Like in a, in a comedy skit because it was just mm-hmm. like that is the truth. Like if you don't have you together, how you expect somebody to present themselves to you? Right. And that was, I think, definitely, that just actually comes with, like, age and, and experience and things like of that. Of course. So, like, even now being in my early 30s um, and, you know, being in this whole, whole ass situation, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> we joke about it now because he's just like, oh, we do a couple things. I'm just like, ill. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Don't say that. But we do. But even looking at that now, it's like, you know, I can't sit here and think of all the negative mm-hmm. or think that, you know, he's just going to be looking at somebody else's ass and, and being somebody else's DMs and things like that. Like, you just, you can't, that's the one thing, you can't worry about things you don't have control over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you only really have control over yourself. And that goes back to self-love. Yes. And being able to control your emotions and being able to communicate those things, I think, are important because... It'll help you in the long run. Like mm-hmm. I look, I look now. I'm like, 
boy, I would probably never say half the shit I say now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I think it's important, especially for with friendships, especially with um, relationships, because we all go through the same thing. Mm-hmm. I think when I ask that question of, like, who's jealous and who's insecure, really the answer is both. Yeah. It's just that we present it differently. Yes. Men and they present it one way. Right. Men will hide it. And they'll deny it. And they'll, yeah, to, to the grave. And then you get some of those niggas that'll be like, well. I, you know, I, I was. I'm, a, you know, I, I'm emotional. I wear my emotions on my sleeve. I'm a good guy. And it's just like, that has nothing to do with anything. Okay? <laughs> like, at all. So, you being able to just, but, oh. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Stop listening to my conversation. The individual knows who... I can see you in the window. <laughs> Asshole. But as I was saying, as a member of the Jabba Tears Podcast Network has entered the building, um, that, yeah, like communicating and being able to express yourself. I mean, it's listen, it's normal to be jealous. Mm-hmm. It's normal to... You can come in. Um, <laughs> Wilkins was in here earlier, so it's okay. Uh, it's okay to be jealous. It's okay right. to have insecurities. It's just all always about how you handle it. So, you can sit. Oh, so, <laughs> uh, I like your jacket. It's it's a, it's a one of a kind Japanese podcast network jacket. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dre from Your Sports is in the building with us right now as we ending off this episode. Um, what's one thing? Um, as we wind down, what's one thing you feel like has significantly changed from the traditional gender roles? Um, I would have to say the, how do you say this? Um, it's not the, uh, you know, it's not, it's not so much anymore. Like the woman is the one that has to cook and take care of the children. Correct. It's now you in the generation that we're growing up in. Now you see that it's actually both. You ever had a man cook for you, girl? I have not. <laughs> you ain't cook for? Yo, you so. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. no, I'm not gonna do it. I admit it. I don't know how to cook certain things. But he is interested in learning. Okay. So th- that I feel. I'm like, not. You know what? I'm not gonna hold you because no one's ever cooked for me but Mikey. So I'm like, hold you. Oh, you know what? No, Chicago did too. Breakfast. Chicago. <laughs> 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 so I lied. I had to think about that. Just take a um, cooking class. Fuck it. I mean, you know, New York City might be shut down soon, but oh, shit, we shall better, see. <laughs> I better get on YouTube. But um. One of my first nanny jobs um, was, the, I think, when I first started noticing the split gender role. Okay. Meaning, like, they took part half and half. Uh-huh. And I actually loved their what they did. So they had a baby girl. Uh-huh. She was three months when I started working with them. And then they had their son, Jacob, that uh, was five when uh-huh. I started. Well, I know him since he was one because like, he used to be my daycare. But... Um, if the mom was the one that fed the baby at night, the dad was the one that took Jacob to school. Okay. Then they would do that for the week. So that was her week role. The next week, it would be the mom will sleep. The dad would take Jacob to school. 
Okay. And then, uh, did I say that right? The mom yeah. was asleep. No, the, I said the mom. Yeah, mom was asleep. Mom would take Jacob to school. Dad, w- Dad would feed the baby. Oh, okay. So they flipped that every week. So one week, one stood with the baby at night, and then the other one would take the son to school. So they slept longer. So it's kind of like they balance their sleep arrangements. You get it? Mm-hmm. So, and I thought that was pretty cool because usually it's just us females that wake up to feed the baby, change the diaper, and all that other stuff. And then, but now I've been noticing a lot more often, even like my bosses now, like he's actually, because my, the female boss, she has a crazy schedule where mm-hmm. she's telling me that even sometimes it's, she comes out of work at 10 o'clock, even though she's doing virtual, but she's like done with meetings at 10 o'clock at night. That's wow. And the husband does everything. He does the laundry. He does the cooking. He helps the kids with the homework. He does everything. And she's just, from the moment that she wakes up and gets settled in, she's in meetings all day long. So that's why, like, I say in that part, gender roles have changed. They have. But still that existed. It's people that are jealous and insecure. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, that is, that's that's just life. I think, you know, when, you know, when you're in a better space about who you are, that type of stuff is, like, less and less. Like, I think even in dealing with the situation I'm dealing with now, like, I don't, I don't know, I don't feel like, ah, he gonna do his own, like, nah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, mm. and that comes with trusting somebody too. So yeah, I think it's important. But insecurities are real. You should talk about them. You should talk about triggers. Um, when you do listen to this episode, like DM us. Let us know some of your thoughts on jealousy and insecurities, and also what what triggers you. I think it's interesting when um, us as like a culture, we have very similar stories and very similar um, insecurities similar triggers and mm-hmm. things like that. Like even like us being friends, there's certain things that I probably know that trigger you, but low key, I probably have experienced that. So that's why I'd be like, <laughs> you gotta chill the fuck out. <laughs> or you gotta speak the fuck up. So right. it's one of those things where it's like I'm not saying it because I'm saying it because I want you to be better, but I'm saying it because I don't want you to go through what I went through. Right. And I think that's just the the time like the times we're living in is where you, when you get a good group of people around you that you guys all understand each other and what makes you upset what doesn't make you upset mm-hmm. um i think i've been doing really good with that you have been doing an awesome job everyone make my sure inner feelings listen everyone make sure to dm amanda don't <laughs> holla at her dm her and tell her she's doing an amazing job communicating and talking and being open and being honest because it's not easy. It's not it's easy. Not. It's definitely, and it's kind of like what you were saying about the culture thing. Yeah. Because I was definitely taught to keep everything in. You know, even now with me taking therapy, like my family does not believe in therapy. Which is sad. Um, I highly recommend. Yes. Therapy I, is the moment I started something. taking it, don't let the taboo fool you. It was a process because, again, I did I hated expressing my feelings, but it has been very helpful for me. I actually think I just made a year taking therapy. Good for you. Yeah. So um, it's been my, doing really, really whole... good. And, you know, just because you take therapy doesn't mean you have to take medication. Oh, I'm absolutely not. I'm not on any medications. Yeah, no, no, no. We've, we've spoke about 
to try to deal things without medication. Which is a good thing. Yes. Because, like, I, it even goes back to the previous episode and talking about birth control. Those type <laughs> of imbalances, chemically, I can't fuck with. Yeah. Like, so, like, even if, the, I mean, unless it was, like, like a scientific, like, this is what's going on, this is it's supposed to help you kind of thing, mm-hmm. I ain't fucking with it. So, right. no, I think, you know, it takes a lot of courage to do therapy. Like, I did therapy, um, the... Right after my parents said they were getting divorced. Mm-hmm. So my mom felt like it was necessary for us to just talk to someone. Right. Like me and my brother. My brother was, once again, he's younger than me. So he didn't really have that concept of like what the fuck was going on. But me being a senior in high school, I'm dealing with high school. I'm dealing with leaving high school, applying for colleges, still trying to figure out what the fuck I want in any type of, any situation, dealing with a dude <laughs> on top of the fact my parents are getting divorced. So it was just like, yeah. who, what? So she definitely put us in that, but I felt like the person she, that we talked to, she was boring. So, or maybe I just wasn't with the shits. Um, but then um, right after my my last breakup, I did therapy. Um, but I did it more or less. It wasn't so much that I did it because I, you know, me and the individual were no longer together. I did it because I wanted to figure out me. I wanted to figure out why I keep attracting the same ass niggas doing the same ass shit. What the fuck am I doing wrong? <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was a vicious cycle <laughs> that I think I've I've come to the finish line on that one. <laughs> yeah. I will say I've I've come to better terms with with, with certain individuals nowadays, but <laughs> but. And all and and, and saying therapy, it it just it's a good it's a good tool. Mm-hmm. I think that you know us as a culture, you know, certain growing up, you know, not understanding, you know, what tools to use, and then sometimes your family, your mom, your father, your your grandpa, grandpa, then grandma, they don't they don't have the tools because they don't know the tools. Right. So we always sit here and Listen, be like, my my biggest reason to take therapy besides um and just to wrap this up mm-hmm. um besides me feeling crazy, was uh, obviously, if you don't know, now you know, I have a degree in early childhood education. Woo-woo. College and- educated <laughs> bitches on the, on the mic. <laughs> and um, Shouts to St. John's University that I'm still I was paying talking- for the day and the time. <laughs> I was talking to my aunt and I was telling her, how can I help children if I'm not helping myself? Correct. So... That's kind of why I decided to take my therapy because I I was like, you know, I want to be helpful for kids. I want to give them the support that they need. Right. I need to take care of myself before I can help anybody else. Correct. So, so yeah. Last words. Um, listen, it's not, don't feel ashamed if you have a jealous moment. We all do. Right. Um, embrace your insecurities because they're a part of who you are. I think most people shy away from them when you really should do the reverse and embrace them. Because embracing them, actually you find the root of why those particular situations make you insecure. Mm-hmm. So that, in a sense, is the journey I think you should definitely embark on. Okay. Um, and also, too, just speak up. It's okay. People around you, no matter who it is, like just say, like, yo, it's okay to say I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest lesson. Now. Yes, especially in 2020. Everybody, shit. Corona, <laughs> corona taught niggas a few lessons. Like, listen, not every tomorrow is definitely not guaranteed. That's right. 
shit you can hit a restart button and and shit be not okay and but you come out of it better and i and mm-hmm. i honestly i can say like just on a spectrum like from our kind of like inner circle um that you know we're all blessed that we have each other i think to be supportive of one another so um and saying that um that is the end of episode four we did jump around a few things but the main focus is was definitely jealousy versus insecurities and i think you know that plays a part in you know gender and and how you handle certain positions and roles in life and right. all of the above so yeah we did a little jump in you got a little more stories for your book some spicy today. you got some spicy shit the next this episode and the episode before this spicy as fuck <laughs> so make sure to listen to the episodes in order because then it will make sense if you listen to this episode before you listen to episode four you're gonna i mean three you're gonna be fucking lost so <laughs> Anyway, I am Janelle along with Amanda. Yup. We will see you guys next time. Make sure to once again follow us on Instagram at Sasson Talk. No accent on the O. No accent. Um, Instagram is disrespectful as fuck. Um, but make sure to follow us. Make sure to DM us not to holler. I will say that every episode because <laughs> I got some word that once me and a man, once I post a picture of me and a man doing a podcast, Chacho, niggas, was, niggas was hopping in the DMs like, yo, what's good? And not to think that my homegirl that I'm doing the podcast with was not going to tell me, please stop, gentlemen. Anyway, they're shooting shots. <laughs> Listen, actually, I'd rather you than me because. Mikey's crazy as fuck. So I'm just not. <laughs> I literally showed him. Yo, he's fucking crazy. Clearly, he's crazy as fuck. I literally, I'm going to end this up. I literally showed him, because um, I posted a picture of him on my Insta story. I literally showed him everybody that was like, oh, you got a boo now? Sad face, sad face. I was just like, I was like, yo, look at this. Because I was like, he, I really think he thought I was lying. And I'm like, no, I'm not lying. Like, right. Look at this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm saying, first of all, I said inbox Sess on Talk. I didn't say inbox Amanda. But if you choose to do that, you are at your own risk, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, make sure to once again follow us on Instagram. Make sure to give us some topics. You know, we're going to round out the year. Um, the next few episodes will be rolling out um, as the weeks go on. Um, but make sure to give us some topics so that we can keep the spiciness rolling. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. We hope to hear from you guys soon. Bye.